Welcome to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Good Sunday afternoon to you, Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. He's been in the triangle for um What's it been? Nineteen years, Doctor Man. I've been in dentistry. This is the twentieth. Twenty. I, mean, I keep shortchanging yeah, you. Yeah, that's all right, man. I've been in the triangle for my whole life, but uh, in dentistry, this is the twentieth year. I'm getting, you know, older but wiser. I thought you were going to say long in the tooth, but uh, <laughs> long in the tooth. That's I'm pretty gla- good. I'm glad you didn't pull that. That is good. I didn't go that way. <laughs> well, Doctor Man, we're going to be talking about something that. Uh, a lot of us, it's usually on our minds when we visit the dentist, and that's cavities and the different options and materials for fillings. So, um, you know, that's that's one of the, the most tense moments when you're in the, the dentist chair is when, uh, you know, sometimes it's that little uh, instrument that they use to poke around at your teeth and see if you have a cavity. Um, so what are the best ways to prevent hearing those words that you have a cavity. Yeah, no one likes to hear that. I mean, if you really, if you if you like to hear that, there's something wrong, <laughs> you know, wrong with you probably, especially a young kid. You know, I've had several kids that, do I have a cavity? I'm like, well, yeah, you have one, one, one small one. And then they start crying. But um, that's a good question because, you know, there's so much things out now in our society that we can eat um, that cause cavities. You know, we've talked about this before, soft drinks, um, are probably the biggest culprit that we see. Juice mm-hmm. is, is up there with soft drinks. Um, but starting a, uh, starting out early on, especially in our childhood, uh, parents out there with our kids, even the grandparents that are listening that have grandchildren, um, we got to think about sugar and we got to think about acid. And of course, soft drinks have a high dose of both of those. Um, I always tell people, have you ever, have you ever, you ever drink a flat soft drink mm-hmm. that, that the, the fizz is gone out of it, the carbonation, and how sweet it is? I mean, you can barely, you know. Yeah, yeah. There's a reason why they have that carbonation, All right? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so, and it's and it's funny because the first Cokes and Pepsis, if you've ever been down to Newburn, they have the, the old Pepsi fountain down there. They didn't add carbonation. To Pepsi, wow. but they added it because it it, it it you know tasted better you know because it was first made as a medicine. Everybody thought you know it was a medicine, and um, so the the thing that we have to remember is it's, it, it's very acidic, um, and whether and whether you're drinking diet sodas or you're drinking regular sodas, minimize them. Try to alleviate them all from your diet, you know, if you can. Um, so I'm not going to mention any name brands, but you know, everybody likes one every now and then, but try to eliminate the fact that you're drinking them every day and making them a staple in your diet. Um, the other thing that we have to do, reducing sugar, um, but we also have to watch about watch out for hidden sugars in food. You know, they took the fat out of food back in the 70s thinking, hey, we all are going to get heart disease and die. But if we take this fat out of food, um, these processed foods, then it's going to help people from getting heart attacks. Well, what did they add? They added sugar and sodium. And so what has that done? Well, if you look at the obesity rate, it's gone up. Has it helped uh, heart attacks? No. We're still getting heart disease, both men and women, at the same rate. And um, they added sodium, which is, not you know, uh, I don't know if it's uh, to get us all on high blood pressure medication or not, but who knows. But my point is hidden sugars was put in to offset that because of the taste, you know, and um, that's also increased uh, the diabetic, uh, the diabetes problem that we're seeing as well. But these hidden sugars cause decay. So we have to watch. Look at the back. 
look at the back of a um, of a package and say, hey, um, if there's if it says sugars and you see more than a few grams, you're you're eating a teaspoonful every time you eat a serving. And you know they love the servings. You know they put calories 150. And it's a very small box, and there'll be like ten servings in it, <laughs> right? You know, so it, it, it kind of fools you. So you have to be careful. Um, the other thing that that you really uh, want to do is home care. You know, there's a lot of products out there now um, that you can buy over the counter that'll that'll help decrease uh, decay. Um, brushing again is is key. You know, you have to get the plaque off your teeth, which is the underlying cause of uh, which is which is the cause of decay. Um, you got to get that plaque off, and you have to get it off effectively. Flossing, of course, is getting the plaque between your teeth. But you also have, um, if, if, if you know, if you're young and you and you're uh, subject to um, eating candy, or your family eats a lot of uh, processed foods, you know, you might want to have your child rinse with ACT, which is a fluoride supplement. Okay, and um, uh, but make sure if you're if you're doing that 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 you're having your child brush and you're following up and you set an example. You can even early on show your child and brush brush with them, okay, and floss early on because the quicker, even though um, they don't have quite have their dexterity, the quicker you can get your children flossing, the the better off they'll be and their teeth will stay healthy. Um, the other things um, that we have is our water is fluoridated in most municipalities. Um, it's it's a government standard in most places. That helps as the teeth are developing in young children, so that decay um, you know doesn't um, affect the teeth quite as bad um, that fluoride keeps decay rates down um, so those are probably the three biggest things that I see that that we can do is um, keep keep the sugar and and our diets a little bit healthier and uh, and floss and brush at home use a rinse if you need to and also you know that fluoridated water is, is a big help while you're why your kids or uh, teeth are developing. Excellent. Well, I've got plenty more questions about cavities, Dr. Mann, and I'm sure everyone listening uh, wants to hear those and maybe has some of their own as well because, you know, again, that's that's one of our, our biggest fears when we go into the dentist's office is whether or not we have a cavity, and we're going to be talking more about that. If you would like to schedule an appointment with Dr. Mann, maybe you haven't had uh, a checkup in a while, now is a great time to go ahead and schedule an appointment. You can do that by calling the office at 919 462 919-462-9338. Or you can go online to smileman.com. That's man with two N's, smileman.com. That is the website. You can find plenty of information, schedule an appointment, and learn all about Dr. Man's two wonderful offices, one in Cary, the other in Garner. A quick break and back. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Jason Kong here with Dr. Mann, and we're talking all about cavities and options and materials that are used for fillings. And Dr. Mann, we just kind of went over some things that folks can do at home to help protect themselves from cavities. And during the break, you mentioned that there was a, another option, but this is probably more for uh, when you go in to see the dentist. Yes. You know, so another option uh, that that patients have um, when they come in is the grooves of the teeth are where the majority of people get um, their their cavities. So if you run your 
tongue or across your teeth, which a lot of people are probably doing right now as they're listening. But you feel those grooves, and they they usually follow it up to the premolar. So your your front teeth don't have grooves, but your back teeth do. Those grooves collect food, which which have the uh, plaque and all the bacteria. Especially if you eat, you know, like candy, and it's really sticky. You're going to get a lot of that stuff stuff in there. One of the things that we can do is we can seal those grooves off so that the microscopic bacteria that causes decay can't get down into those deep grooves. Um, and that, sh- that shows a significant decrease in decay, especially in the younger um, adults. We start getting our pre- uh, uh, first molars at six years old on average. And if we can get the sealants on those as soon as they come in, then we can start preventing those. The majority of the decay that we see in young adults, young children, are on the back teeth, the chewing teeth. And that's just because it's easy to brush the front teeth, and it's very hard to get those back teeth. And um, so if we can seal those off, um, I would highly recommend it. You know, The other thing that we see in the elderly population, and we talked about this um, when we talked about things that seniors can do to help uh, prevent, is we see dry mouth a lot in the elderly population, and that dry mouth will lead to an increased risk for decay. So I recommend... And, and, and a lot of medications cause it. As we get older, we start taking more medications. It can cause dry mouth. Um, also, our saliva, saliva rate is re- reduced. So I tell um, uh, uh, seniors when they, they have, dry, have dry mouth, they do want to get on a prescription-based fluoride toothpaste. And they also want to possibly get on a prescription-based um, uh, 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 oral medication that will help them produce saliva so that they're not increasing that decay. Um, saliva helps us pre- helps us prevent plaque buildup on the teeth. If we if we don't have that saliva, we get a ton of plaque on the teeth, which really causes decay quicker. Yeah, and those are symptoms that you you need to pay attention to because uh, there's some consequences if you yeah. Tell them. your dentist. You know, if yeah. you if you're if you have dry mouth, you know, or burning mouth or sensation, which is also caused by dry mouth. Definitely talk to your dentist about it because a lot of people talk to their, their general physician, and sometimes the dentist will know more than the general physician because it is an oral health problem. Yeah, that's a very good yeah. suggestion. Um, well, Doctor Man, you know, we started out talking on the show about how um, you know there's there's a little bit of anxiety when you're in that chair and you're wondering whether or not you have a cavity, and I think that's because. You know, most of us don't know if we have a cavity, but are there symptoms that maybe we can look out for if that might be a sign, hey, it's it's time to go see a dentist? Yeah, one of the first things um, that usually happens is your teeth are sensitive to sugar um, or, you know, chewing if you haven't, you know, ver- you know, or cold sometimes. So if you're having uh, symptoms and it's over and over and over again, you definitely want to ask your dentist, hey, do I have a cavity in this area? Um, I'm feeling sensitivity. Um, the other um, symptom can be like if, if you start getting stains in the grooves of your teeth, um, that would be a sign that you could possibly have decay as well. A lot uh, Decay is like a darkish brown color. When we're looking in the mouth, we're looking for that, that, that color, but we also have a little explore that we use and that that also is very uh, sticky almost like leathery it's leathery i tell people so um you can look for those stains on your teeth and, and in your mouth um and also look for you know any abnormalities that you may see um on your teeth that are white chalky looking um that could be the starting of decay you know, and you can actually reverse that before it actually becomes the case. So I tell the people, to, you know, those three symptoms are probably the biggest. 
Okay, so those are the ones that folks can look out for. Well, um, you know, when you have a, a, a patient with you and you're looking for a cavity, how, how do you do that? What's, what's the process for that? Two ways. You have to take x-rays first. You know, we can't look in between the teeth, you know, where the teeth come together. So we take bite wing x-rays. And that's why I recommend that everybody take them once a year. And the reason is we can detect ca- decay between the teeth, those cavities between the teeth when they're small. Okay. And if we can get them when they're small, they're easily treated. Um, the other way we we detect decay, um, well, there's really three ways um, that we do it in our office, x-rays. And then we clinically look with our mirror all around all the surfaces and, and, and in the grooves. And then the third way is we have something called Dagnodent. It's a laser that we use in our office that detects decay. So we shine it on an, on the grooves of the teeth and in the areas where we think there might be decay, and it, and it sends back a value, and that value will let us know if there's decay there or not. Gotcha. So. And uh, this may be a silly question, but let's say you, you do have a cavity between your teeth that you know you can't see. You can only find with an X-ray. Mm-hmm. How do you feel that? How do you? What's the process for doing that? Well, that's that's a great question because the process, um, depending on the size of the cavity, you know that that is the main co- you know decision factor that that we um, and we put our X-rays up on a screen, and so I show all my patients the X-rays. And really, on an X-ray, healthy tooth structure, healthy enamel, is like a white color. Okay. Decay is a dark grayish or sometimes just a light grayish color, and you can see it, and uh, we, we get the patient involved. If it's very small, we have something called a silver diamine fluoride that we can apply to decay now between the teeth, and it will stop decay, okay, and sometimes reverse the mineral. We can do remineralization of that area so that someone doesn't have to have a filling, and that's why it's so important. I tell people to take those x-rays every year because if we can get it in what we call the incipient phase before it gets through the enamel, we can treat it with that silver diamine fluoride without having to do a um, filling. If it goes deeper into what we call the second layer of the tooth called dentin, then we have to drill and put in a filling. Okay, And basically what a filling is, is that hole where we took out that leathery, soft, um, infected tooth, we have to fill that area back in with, with a filling. Gotcha. Well, I want to ask you more about that process because I know there's um, a, probably a variety of ways to treat fillings. So I want to hear all about that. If you're one of these folks listening who may be a Dr. Mann's suggestion of getting your x-rays once a year might be uh, ringing a little bit in your head because you probably have gone more than a year without getting an x-ray, why don't you schedule an appointment with Dr. Mann? Give him a phone call, 919 462 9338 919-462-9338 or online at smileman.com smileman man with two n's smileman.com a quick break and back you're listening to teeth talk with dr charles ashley Mann on news radio 680 wptf News Radio 680 WPTF. This is Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann. I am Jason Kong. Thank you so much for joining us on this Sunday afternoon. We're talking all about cavities and how to treat them. And Dr. Mann, just before the break, we were talking about fillings. And, you know, I know that's obviously one option, but um, what are the other options that folks can do if they have a cavity? I know we've mentioned at least two so far in the program here, I think. Yes. So, you know, the silver diamine fluoride mm-hmm. for those that are small. And then, of course, we have to do a filling. And uh, at that point, someone has to make you know, a decision, you know, uh, what type of filling they want. 
You know, the old way of doing fillings was we put the metal fillings. Uh, there, not too many dentists place those anymore. A because you know they have mercury in them. B because hey, no one really likes having metal fillings in their mouth. And C because they tend to to put fractures in the teeth over time. And if you have metal fillings. Uh, in your mouth and you look in your teeth, you may even see fractures coming off those metal fillings. That should be a warning sign. Hey, go see your dentist because you need you need, need some uh, help help with that. But um, we use uh, tooth color fillings in our uh, office. And, and there's a lot of different materials that we can use. Um, but uh, composite resins are basically uh, the most popular. And that's, that's a tooth colored resin-based filling. Now, they've come a long way, too. Um, since uh, I first got out of dental school, there was really only one type. But now we have some biocompatible resin-based um, uh, composites. And what does that mean? Well, they don't have a lot of the harmful stuff that when they first came out. Um, and they're bioactive, which means they have um, natural ingredients in them that help remineralize the teeth, that help recrystallize the teeth. And they also have these glass beads in them that actually – when the when when the light sets up that putty, you know it looks kind of like putty when it goes in. When the light sets that up hard, it is encased with these glass beads, so that it's almost very similar to what your enamel is. Your enamel is almost like glass and it's crystallized. So they're getting closer and closer with these filling materials to be much like enamel. Okay. Now the second layer in dentin. Okay, that's a, a much different. That's a softer part of your tooth. Okay, and we have options for that, especially for deep uh, decay. For deep decay that gets near the nerve, we use some biocompatible bio, um, materials that are non-resin based. Okay, to help remineralize and recrystallize the dent before we actually put in a composite resin. And what that does is that prevents the tooth from getting mad at at, at the, you know, at us and you know for the. Once once a once a, a filling is deep and you get near that nerve, okay, when you get close to that nerve, it can get very mad. The bacteria can also go down into that nerve and kill the nerve, which then you need a you need a root canal. This bioactive material will keep that nerve from dying. It goes in and kills the bacteria and keeps that nerve healthy and happy um, so that it prevents the number of root canals that we're seeing with really deep decay. Um, the other option, which is a, uh, so so composites look very good, but again, they're composite resins. They've come a long way. They're very hard, but they're still not as good as what we call porcelain. Mm-hmm. So in our in our office, we give the patient the option of a porcelain inlay, which is basically just a filling made of porcelain. And we have um, Cerac technology, the same technology that that allows us to do one visit crowns. We can actually mill out porcelain inlays in our office and bond those in. Okay. And they're almost, almost just like enamel, you know, Mm -hmm. because, uh, they're as strong as enamel. The chances of you breaking it are very, very slim. And the wear is just like it is on enamel. It's very, very hard. You can't wear it and it will not stain. Composites will stain over time. There's not a lot you can do. So, uh, when you, when you start getting those, um, uh, you know, make trying to if you get a, a cavity and you have to make that decision, that would be something to decide. Uh, inlays are more expensive uh, in the short term, in the long term, they're less expensive because you probably never will have to replace them. You will about every 10, 12 years, maybe even 15 years, 
probably have to replace a large composite. The smaller the filling, the less likely you'll have to to replace it. And we talked about this on the show before. That's why you want to be, you know, uh, coming to the dentist on a regular basis because if we can catch those fillings when they're very small, even a small filling will last way, way, way longer than a big filling. Yeah, and uh, Dr. Man, we don't have too much time here, but, you know, there's a, a tendency when we know that something's wrong and we think that eh, if we ignore it, maybe it's it's just not there. Well, what are the consequences of ignoring cavities? Well, I always tell people that decay or cavity is an infection in your mouth, okay? And there's two things. That decay in that single tooth is going to get deep until it gets into your nerve, and then that's a whole other type of, of infection. The other thing is decay breeds decay. So if you leave decay in your mouth, it the bacteria is breeding and it's going to increase your risk for getting decay in the other tooth. So it's it's a double-edged sword there. You just keep getting more and more decay if you don't get those um those areas taken care of. Um the other the other bad thing about it is once you get decay that's very deep, you can no longer get a filling. Mm-hmm. You know, then you're talking about something that's more expensive like a crown and then usually a root canal if it's really deep. So it gets very, very expensive. And as a dentist, our goal is to preserve tooth structure. We want you to keep your natural tooth because, you know, A, it's it, we can't really give you anything better right now. There may be in the future a stem cell that we can put in after we extract a tooth and, and you grow another tooth. But at the moment, there's nothing that we can give you as good as what you have right now. Um, so I always tell people, you know, try to try to be proactive when when you come to the dentist and and do the things that they tell you to try to keep those teeth healthy but if you have a cavity make sure you address it whether it's with the silver diamine fluoride or with the filling the sooner you get it done the less it'll it'll um, advance and decay advances differently on on a lot of people some people get it very fast and it advances very fast some people can have an incipient lesion for years and it never advances yeah, so uh, getting that checked out is that's that's the key, and following up on it and not ignoring it because I don't know I just feel like that's a tendency for people to just kind of ignore some of these symptoms or ignore uh, an actual a visit that says hey you do have a cavity and you think ah well I try yeah. you know and, and it's unlike you know when you twist an ankle or you know hurt a finger or something and it gets sore and it's going to go away it hurts you know hey your body could heal itself it's the opposite with a tooth. When it starts hurting a little bit, when you feel that sugar sensation, or go see a dentist. But if you wait, then it, then it, it the, the pain will not go away. Your body cannot heal itself. Yeah. And then you become and, – and really it can become a dangerous infection. You know, I have had patients end up in the hospital on IV antibiotics because it got into their bloodstream. And there are some signs that are showing that people who, who get quite a few infected teeth um, have an increased risk for Alzheimer's disease. Yeah, don't so. don't ignore that. And if you haven't had an X-ray in some time, now's a wonderful time to schedule an appointment with Doctor Man. Again, you can do that online at smileman.com. That's the website, smileman.com. That's man with two ends, or you can call Doctor Man's office nine one nine four six two nine three three eight nine one nine four six two nine three three eight dr man has two offices one at 315 east chatham street in Cary, the other in garner off of highway 70 and dr man what do we have on tap for next week we know that new research has came out linking periodontal disease to alzheimer's disease so we're going to we're going to spend the show talking about the link between those two that's fascinating um there's uh, 
to me, Alzheimer's is just something just completely terrifying. And uh, the fact that there's being progress on some links or at least determining some causes, that's good. So I, I can't wait to hear that episode with you, Dr. Man. Hey, I think it'll be a fun episode. I hope everybody joins in. And ACC tournament's here. Yep, that's I hope, right. I hope everybody's team does well. And if not, remember... Your day will go the way the corner of your mouth turns, so smile. (laughs) That's right. That's great (laughs) advice. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope you'll do it again next Sunday at 4.30. It's Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Have a wonderful day.